Hello, guys. I made two rookie mistakes with this podcast stuff. I started recording without the microphone on, and then I hit pause somewhere and never unpaused it. So this is my third time through. I think I've got what I would need to say to you down a whole lot better, though. And just like in CrossFit, I don't consider this a failure when I miss a lift or if I didn't get a PR. Hey, this is still good for you. Doing CrossFit at any level is better than what most people do all day. And I'm going to start doing this kind of backwards. I'm Actually, I'm kind of glad I got to redo this. I can actually say things more important to those that need to hear it up front. And then we will dive into more CrossFit garage specifics at the end. All right. So first off, any level of CrossFit that you are doing is better than almost anything that's out there to help you get GPP, general physical preparedness. So if I'm coming in to do the workout and I just don't feel it, go half, right? You don't have to do, not every day has to be a burner. And I think, so I took last year's programming and I thought it'd be neat to be able to see more PRs and see progression over what you did before by taking last year's um, programming and putting it back in as well as I could tweak it and make it even perfect. So the idea was, can we have perfect programming? I am seeing the answer is definitely no. It's going to be an evolving beast no matter what we do. Can we have repeat more workouts so we can see more PRs? Yes, but I see the disadvantage there. I'm getting a lot of PRs, but not like every day. So now people are looking at it going, well, I didn't beat myself last year. So last year is last year. This year is this year. Who knows what's going on? Maybe you were sick. Maybe you weren't. Maybe you didn't feel it. And now you feel it. So it's not actually a great way to do it. I... Am, I am totally big enough to say I was mistaken. The idea that I had, I thought it would be a good try, did not pan out the way I wanted. So we'll do this for a little bit longer, but realize you do not have to PR every day. It is a good idea to know where you were to see if you're sandbagging yourself, but well, and it's also kind of fun to be able to add one pound. So I'm going to go through a few things. It was kind of neat. I saw, uh, um, oh man, who was it? Nick Lubbers put uh, my the, the one pound change plates on to get a one pound PR or half pound plates on to get a one pound PR. And man, I do love that. Um, <clears throat> just squeeze it right in there, right? So I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about what we will be doing in programming coming up and why we do it. So if you're brand new, great. You're not going to see anything change. But what we do right now, and almost everyone does, is strength-biased CrossFit. Now, I do like the current programming where it takes the movement. Let's say we have thrusters in the movement or in the workout of the day. And in the in the front side of it, we'll say, hey, let's do you know one set of five thrusters. So we're going to be doing heavy thrusters anyway. So we're going to do thrusters at the beginning. It gives us coaches an opportunity to coach you, to watch you for a while, as well as you practice the movement. Is it really gaining you strength? Yes. Lifting heavy stuff is great. Does it help you increase your one rep max? Maybe, maybe not. So there's a difference between your uh, top in maximal load, which also has a, you know, as you do that more and more, you, you increase your opportunity for failure, catastrophic failure. So one rep max can give you injury, which is why I don't really do them anymore. Um, I, uh, what does build strength is five sets of five, three sets of three, right? And the warm up that, that gets you there. So uh, load, heavy load under time or time under tension or the way your legs felt after Karen, that is going to build up some strength. Simply working to a one rep max, no, that's just showcasing what you're doing. 
do we now the other problem I've got is we don't really give enough time to the lift. So like if we're doing deadlift, we really should be doing something like, hey, today is deadlift day and skill climbing the rope. That way someone like Matt Janda, who has um, I don't know, I think his deadlift is like six billion pounds, he can take an hour and really mess with it and do it. But if I had, let's say, um Evie is coming back to CrossFit after some soccer, right? Her deadlift is like, I don't know, 120 pounds. She does not need an hour to really work her 120 pounds of deadlift. She could probably be done with it in 30 minutes. So we'll give her time to climb the rope. That way there'll be a strength and a skill, not a strength and a Metcon. So if you're like me, I typically use the strength portion in front to just really get me warmed up for the Metcon. And we'll still use that for sure. But if we want to run run, uh, a one rep max, then we're going to pair it with something that makes a bit more sense, especially in the ones, I mean, press may be different. It doesn't take a lot of time to do a shoulder press. I think I'm done in 10 minutes because mine is so abysmal or it's so, well, I guess it's right for my body, but it doesn't take me long to to really work that one out and and get close to failure. So we will be uh, editing that uh, probably in April. Uh, we'll get done with the open. We'll do one more month of what we're doing and um, change that out. So we do not do hypertrophy, which is, you know, you back and buy on Monday, chest and try on Tuesday, legs on Wednesday. Then finally you're back to back and buy on Thursday. You had two days of rest. You have the breakdown and the buildup to make things bigger. That is what bodybuilders do. We are not bodybuilders. If your biggest concern is I need my back squat to go up, oh, yeah, we could totally help you do that, but that is not CrossFit. And I don't know, you probably shouldn't be doing what we do, right? What we are here to do is to help you live a good life, healthy and fit now, as well as when you're 90. I've been doing this for 15 years. It's, I don't know, in case somebody listens to this someday in the future, it is uh, the year 2023. I am almost 50. And way back in 2008, when they said, um, well, we said, let's do this, uh, build a, a gym. So I guess 2007 is when I really started on my own. Nobody knew what it, would, what it would look like doing CrossFit for 15 years. Even the other three owners with me were like, I don't know, maybe we'll all be beat up. We'll see. I've been doing this consistently for 15 years and I am not beat up. So I'm here to tell you my joints actually work better. I had a knee that I messed up in a mountain biking race and CrossFit, um, Help me. I didn't have surgery. My knee still bothers me a bit, but from where it was and to where it is today, man, I'm rocking it. So anyway, a bad day of CrossFit is still better than a great day at most other things. If your goal is to be a happy, humble, helpful person who wants to be healthy and fit now, as well as in we're 90s. So we do constantly varied functional movements executed at high intensity. What does that mean? We do not cycle our weights. So someone today said, hey, I wish we had a deload week. You can always deload. Just do less. It's totally easy. Just do less, right? Deload yourself. If you feel you need to do less, it's better to do that than not come in. Also, we don't have cycles. We shouldn't. It's CrossFit. It's constantly varied. It's not random for sure, but there's also not such a strict regimen that we need or can use cycles. So the cycle for lifting was built for lifting and we're doing CrossFit. We're not doing hypertrophy. So it's a hard thing to get through a lot of people's heads, especially if we were a guy and, and we did this in the eighties all through high school, right? Maybe even the nineties too. I don't know. CrossFit came out, I don't know, maybe the two thousand. So some of the younger guys are probably used to this while people like, you know, me, I, this is nothing like what we did. It's a lot like sport, but it's nothing like we did anyway. Okay. So I'll be changing it up. It'll look a little bit different. 
And I promise you, it'll still move the needle and probably more than normal. And you will feel better for it. Your body's going to feel a whole lot better, a lot less beat up. And um, your skill sets will increase. So it will be a time of skill. Okay, other things coming up. The CrossFit Open is coming up. Make sure you sign up. It's going to be great. The Friday nights of the 17th, the 24th, and March 3rd, we'll only have... A 6 p.m. class at night. The morning classes will still be there, but I encourage everyone to come at night so we can have fun together. It's going to be a great time. There'll be, we'll be divided up in teams of two, one color versus another color. And, um, you'll not only get points for simply showing up, but also wearing your color as well as we'll do some scoring stuff, but it's mostly for having fun. Nutrition, uh, Kickstarter is coming April 28th. Coach Lara will be doing that. I uh, want to remind you guys also that we've got summer strength for any students, middle school to high school, is to teach them how to lift properly as well as to utilize their body and strength in any sport they play. If they don't play a sport, no biggie. This can be their sport. Also, we typically don't let middle schoolers into our normal class. The one caveat is if they complete our summer strength program, then yes, we'll bring them into normal class. The reason for that is we're an adult business. We're not a child business. And if the kid can't move along with us or, you know, behave or partake in the class without being a disruption, then we're not going to do that. We, we got to, you know, keep to our business. But if your kid's been through summer strength, they know everything we do. It's a very, very, very long prolonged um, five class intro, right? So most of you guys started with the ramp of the fundamentals. This is that except on steroids, and it's going to really help them. Um, some other programming ideas. If you guys um, have looked at CrossFit Lynchpin, that's pretty cool. Those who are investigating programming with me, check that one out. Uh, this guy, uh, Pat Sherwood, he's got a great uh, podcast as well. I, I'm now listening to two of his podcasts, but it's great. We also have Mute Sports coming. So they'll be here all day, February 23rd. Be ready to buy your very own rope. Uh, double unders are something that need to be trained, and that's why I want to do a little bit different. We need to hit this more often. We can get more of you there, but not if we hit it once a month. Now, you could do this on your own, but what I find is people don't. Just like people don't roll or stretch out, which we should. And we're going to try to force a little bit of that. Now, when I say force, you can, you're, man, you're an adult. You can get up and walk out anytime you want. Go to like, hey, I got to pick up a kid. Great. You do that. But I want to help people understand why it's advantageous to you to roll. So I see us rolling less and less. I think I am maybe me, Rebecca, Kate, and a couple others in the morning will roll religiously but that's about it. Some people do come in. I know, let's see, Matt and hmm, Paul, and there's a couple other that have a religious, uh, a religious, a very consistent warm up, and that's great as well. But the cool down is super important also, and I want to help us know what to do. My rollout procedure takes a while. It's, it did take 10 minutes to get it going, but after a month or two, I got it down in maintenance mode and I just do it every day, maybe five minutes a day. So, all right. Some other fun stuff that we've got coming up is, let's see, what else did I want to tell you guys? Oh yeah. So we will be helping you scale for progression, not just to scale and modify. There will be standalone strength days with uh, skill built in. There will be a 10K jog or row or something day. I'll fit it in there somehow. I know you guys hate that, but just like we need the two-minute workout, we also need the 45-minute workout. And well, CrossFit really lives in the uh, couplets and triplets and mostly in the uh, 10 to 14-minute time domain, but we also need to express outside of that. So you're going to see, if you're on looking at a bell-shaped curve, the majority is going to be what I just said, but we do need to get to the ends. Do we really need to exp- – so something that I avoid – 
is sprints, but we do need to do sprints, but only if we're really, really warmed up. Sprinting is, in the 15 years of CrossFit, I have seen more people get injured from the, and go on the sprint. They take off and they're like, oh, my leg, my hamstring, my, my foot, my whatever. So I don't program it because people hurt themselves. And it is hard to get people to sprint without hurting themselves because they really want to go full out. So, but I do want to get us back to practicing that. So you may see us, hey, today is a 50% sprint day or 60%, 70%, 80% to get us built back to doing that so that we can have, let's just sprint and see where we are. Do we need to do it all the time? No. Just like we don't need to do a one rep max back squat all the time. It is fun to see, but... It, it does, every time you push the edges of extreme and these one rep maxes or the high sprint interval, you do bring up the catastrophic failure. So we want to practice and train to avoid that while seeing what we can still do. Okay, moving on, whiteboard. Actually, let me go to here first. So some of you guys, the, the, those watching, you can see this. So we got uh, John with his 100 shirt uh, wad or hundred wad shirt. So good job. We got Louie with his 1000 and Ebony with her 100. Also, we got Jamie Thomas with her 100. Let's see that big smile there from Louie. Oh yeah. We got Aaron photobombing in the back. Nice job. I didn't see that till just now. So he's got his 1000 shirt. We actually have to print up a new shirt for Joe Smith. Who's, I think he's about to hit. Oh man, I need to look now. It's either 1500 or 2000, but I'm going to go check. All right. I just looked it up because I couldn't help myself. Joe has 1,948 logins at the garage. So that is insane. Well done. Well done. So he'll be getting a 2,000 shirt. I think I've been toying with the idea. Danny and I have been talking about changing the shirts up a little bit and making um, specific colors for specific shirts because seriously, 2,000 needs something special like, you know, can't touch this or uh, I'll be your huckleberry. I don't know, but it needs, it needs something that is freaking awesome. So we know the St. Pa- Patrick's uh, intermural, intramural throwdown is coming. It's an internal event, but if you have external friends that want to come in and do this with us, that's fine. We just don't open it up to all the extra out there because some people are extra and they just get all over like, Hey, your competition didn't have this, this, and this. And it's like, look, it's not about that. This is more about fun. So I think, Hmm. As I said, I had to record this like three times because I forgot to press the buttons to make it work. So I don't remember if I said this or not, but um, CrossFit is great for general health. But if you tried to do CrossFit to go to the games, that is unhealthy. What they do is not sustainable and probably is going to leave a scar. So CrossFit done the way it's intended, which was what we do, um, well, with a little modification, is going to move the needle for everybody. CrossFit done the way people want to get to the games. That is, that's, that's bad for your health. Yes, they are going to look good and feel good. And well, maybe not feel good, but they're going to look good and be able to move a lot. And their fitness is going to go up. Their health even go up, but it's just not sustainable. And they couldn't do it over time. It's too much demands and it becomes a full-time gig. So your, your work-life balance or your just life-life balance is going to go out. They have to do things that is unsustainable for the vast majority of us. As I mentioned, the Open's coming. You can sign up for the event. If you're on Facebook, you can see all these events in our uh, individual or our uh, private forum. Um, I told you, well, I don't know if I said this, Mute Sports coming. They have a great story. Be ready to buy some jump ropes. I'm going to buy some chalk and another uh, climbing rope, I think. Also, I like what Coach Danny put up on the pull-up bar. I might get a smaller rope to hang there so that we can uh, practice pull-ups in that section. So... 
let's see. Uh, oh, Sequoia High School Baseball Fundraiser. So it's a barbecue fundraiser. Coach Jamie's son is doing that. See her if you need, if you're interested. Oh, and so sometimes we just need a little bit of a push or a little bit of a, I, the, the coaching cue hit you at the right time. So this, was it this morning? I think I went back and checked when I originally said this. It was this morning. Sergio said, hey, I'm close to double unders. He could do one, then back to singles. And so I said, hey, I think really the only thing that you have left is assume you're going to make it and keep going with double unders. So in the workout, he was practicing it. And this is what happened. See if you can uh, hear it. If, if you're watching, obviously you'll see it. But here he is. I said, hey, it, you know, he's just going. I grabbed my phone and he whips off 15 and in the middle of the workout, just by going, I will make it. Yeah, look at that. I don't know if I caught it at the end, but when he put it down, so he just got it. double unders today. That was good. I'm filming that. <laughs> He's that so happy. Like that is so awesome. I love it. And that's just getting me a little bit of attention. It's not in the coaching. He, he had it inside of him. He just needed to hear the right thing at the right time. And I just happened to be the one standing there. And then also we got uh, Jamie Thomas climbing the rope. Let's see. Let me get back to the beginning. Where are you climbing the rope, girl? So here she goes. Nope. All right. Here we go. So we did, again, putting practice on it. This I time, saw, don't fall um, all the way Meredith down. also got up the rope. She went up. She climbed it. It was just one rung, but that's one is infinitely more than zero. So she made it up after saying, Superhero I don't lady. think I can make it up. So look at Jamie. There she goes. And she, of course, lands with like a superhero. So it was awesome. So this is things we want to practice, and we're going to do that practice inside more often so that we can coach you through it and you can touch these things. So pull-ups can happen, but we need to practice them. Uh, muscle-ups can happen, but you need to practice them. So we need to put a little bit finer point on that and not just kind of like, you know, let them do their own thing. Okay. And I, what I mean be their own thing is you practice them whenever you want to or the randomly when we put it in there. I'm going to make it happen. Therefore, we all do it. Now, for some of us, we'll be like, I can do them. And that's great. You can do them. Help somebody else. We are happy, humble, helpful people. So turn around and help somebody. I think those are my major notes. Those that are interested in programming and want to have a conversation, man, let's go to lunch, my treat, or let's go get coffee, though you probably don't want me on coffee, but we'll still go get it, and um, we can talk about what we're doing. I promise you, CrossFit by itself will make you healthy and fit now, as well as in the future. Now, if you want to fix the, um, well... You, you can't out-sweat a bad diet. So if you want to fix the rest of you, you really need to be eating better. And that's where uh, Coach Laura comes into play. All right, let's get into the programming. We are 18 minutes and 30 seconds in. On Monday, we have some more shoulder press. And I love the way this is worded. So I like this more than uh, many ways to lift. So it's you're doing um, sets of three, and you're trying to build to your heaviest set of three. Really what you should do whenever you're like, I'm going to be done and I want to push this guy through, I'm going to do more on my last set. Or the other way to look at it is I've done, I've programmed it so well, I've, I, or not programmed it, I've warmed up so well that when I go to do my one by three, I actually fail or need a little bit of help or something or, it, you know, that, that last lift, that third lift is super, super slow. That's awesome. That's what we should be trying to get to. That's good time under tension. That is good pushing through the barrier. It almost doesn't really matter what the weight is because your body doesn't know. It just knows the feeling. Your mind knows, but your body doesn't. Then we're getting into the workout, which is um, 
an every minute on the minute with a, a single single arm dumbbell uh, push press at 50 pounds and wall walks. Wall walks are no joke, and they typically come up in the open, so this is why we are once again practicing this. They also do a lot of dumbbell, and it's a lot of single arm stuff, so again, it's why we're practicing these things. So we won't be, you know, out of the loop on the open. Tuesday, we have one of my favorite workouts, and I don't think we've done this in quite some time, but um, we're going to do Randy, which is 75 power snatches at 75 pounds for guys and 55 pounds for girls. You're shooting for a five-minute time, somewhere around there, right? We also have Randy Altered, which allows you to do it at a uh, possibly lighter load. Uh, if The idea is it's light and it's fast and you go. It's 75 of them, so it's not like easy, but it should be done fast. So if, if your Randy altered numbers are higher than that, then just do the 75. Uh, then we have deadlift at the end. The reason for that is 75 is easy to warm up to. We'll be nice and warm and we can move into our deadlift. The deadlift is time under tension and loading. It does not have to be done at maximal. We're not one rep maxing. We're not showing off. We're building strength. So we want you to be super warmed up. This is a great way to get everyone more warmed up. Also, for those that need more time, they have all the time. They can, to the end of class, right? So you can stay there or go into the next class. I don't care to, to get your deadlift in. If your deadlift is a lot lighter or you just don't want to lift that heavy like me, then, hey, I'll get that done. I'll do some deadlifts and then I can roll out a lot. And that's something that we should be doing as well is rolling out and stretching at the end. On Wednesday, we've got a uh, Charlie horse. It is uh, tw- uh, as many rounds as possible in 12 minutes. We're going to be on the bike, 12 calories for guys, 10 for girls, and then wall balls, 12 of them. So it's 12 and 12. You should be targeting around, pun intended target, uh, six rounds. So adjust the weight or the calories accordingly so that you can cycle through and get those 12. We'll also then move. So, hey, we're just warmed up. You really don't have to do much to warm up for the bike. Hey, get on the bike and go. And the wall ball, it's relatively light. So that will be our warm up for moving into the bench press. Yes, I know some of you guys are like, finally. Yep, I'll be putting more of these in there. But remember, the open is coming, so don't go crazy. So you're going to do one set of 10. It's a, um, a higher rep scheme because I don't want you to do a lot. The open is coming. So we want to be prepared, but not a lot. And we haven't done it in a while, so we want to see what that top end number is. So in the same sense, you're going to continue building till you hit your heavy one set of 10. So that way it can't get too heavy. You have to do 10. Now, ideally, you're going to fail the 10th and just do nine. That's perfect, right? So the other way to do it, you saw from the other day, is to try to get more than three. This is fail on the last one. That means you're hitting it right in. Anyway, that um, helps us figure out where your number is, and those percentages will work out better for you later on then. All right, then we've got Thursday. Thursday is the day before before the first open, so we're going to want to go light and easy, and the workout is going to uh, help us do that. We should never see any of these in the open. And before we did something like, I don't know, it was a snatch double under pull-ups and then almost the exact workout was in the open. So that was uh, pretty funny. So this time we're going to do something that isn't. It suitcase holds, left arm, right arm, some hollow holds from the rig. And then we have got uh, a workout that's 16 minutes with a run, some sumo deadlift high pulls, which hardly ever show up, and then some planks. So everyone will be able to do this. We'll be able to move through. Scoring in the rounds aren't as important as being active and moving and stretching out and rolling. And then, of course, we've got Friday, and we don't know what the workout is, so we'll program that 
when it gets there, and this episode should drop the morning before, so I guess we'll all learn together. Ah!